Welcome to the Synergy Thrive Podcast. I'm Kelly Cole, founder of Energy Thrive Tribe and creator of Synergy Thrive Academy. This is a podcast for ambitious moms who are tired of feeling like a lack of energy and constant stress that's preventing them from fulfilling their highest purpose. What if all the pieces you need to make that happen reside within you? Connecting the spirit, your brain, your body, your gut, and your mind creates a balance and synergy to thrive. Here is to thriving women. May we know them, may we be them, may we raise them. This is the Synergy Thrive Podcast. Hey, everyone. I'm so happy you're here today. And today we're talking about gut health, where to start. Um, in the world of gut health, it is quite the vast expanse of information and all these different layers to it. So we're going to talk a little bit about it, try to break down something and really just pinpoint where should you start if you're looking to increase your gut health and feel like you're having a better, healthier gut. So at Synergy Thrive, our main objective is to always honor the connection between our gut, our spirit, our body, our mind, and our brain. So that's really the biggest thing is making sure that everybody knows what this connection means and how all the different intricacies interlay into our lives and play out in real life. And we're going to start with that. So here's um, a couple different ways that we can think about our guts. And the first way is the most like biological, straightforward way. And so it's, it's so interesting. I mean, in my nursing training, and going through my medical career now has been ugh, 17 plus years. In that time frame, this has changed significantly from a way that we used to think about the gut into this little opening of new understanding of how powerful our guts are and the roles that they play that we still don't fully understand. There's a lot that we can understand and there's a lot that we know and there's a lot that we don't know. And so it's so interesting and I love watching it unfold and see how it's all changing and shifting. Um, I think from the very basic base of the gut, we can just think about it from like strictly biological, right? So how your gut is, like how we always used to think about it. It's just this thing that is in your body and it absorbs food and it's there for nutrition and it's there to eliminate and get rid of things. Like we knew that part, right? We understood how all the different mucosal layers will be present and that certain areas of your intestines do certain things. We knew that part. And um, I love talking about nutrition. I love talking about all the different ways that the foods that we eat can fuel our bodies and fuel the cells in our bodies because we're constantly regenerating. Our bodies are healing mechanisms. That's what it does. And when we give it the chance, it always is trying to stay in balance. It's always trying to stay in the healthiest place. And when it's replicating new cells and new um, growing new things like your liver replacing itself and your heart cells and your skin cells and your hair cells that we visibly see on the outside, all that stuff happening on the inside too. And it's all predicated on the type of foods that we eat. And so we will get into this a little bit more. Um, I stand on a giant podium of it is meant to be what it is meant to be for you. 
And I do not like having all these crazy dogmas about, oh, you have to be paleo. You have to be vegan. You have to, I just, I don't stand by that. I don't think that one thing is right for a bunch of people. I think that everybody needs to figure out what is the best thing for themselves. And so all along in that um, biological lens of looking into the gut, you also have hormone health and you have all of the um, secretions that happen with your hormones within the gut. And that is huge, especially for us women, right? Um, And then the next part is understanding how all of that interconnects, okay? This jam of the synergy thrive situation it's all about understanding the connection people actually call our guts they're starting to call it anyway within the past you know five to 15 years the first brain is it the first brain this is our second brain this is our first brain why are they saying that it's because they're understanding there are thousands and thousands of biochemical transactions happening and changes happening in our body for minute to minute but they're understanding that there is a large majority of our biochemical messages that are sent from the gut. And where are they going? They're going into these feedback loops that happen. They're going to the pituitary. They're going into our adrenal axis. They're going into these feedback loops that keep happening that are hormonal systems that keep going in our body. It's insane. And so when you're thinking about that, you're thinking about um, what is it conducting? And that's the place where I think that we don't know everything. And I don't know that we ever will. We were really in this discovery plea, um, starting to look at some of that and talking about the biochemical messages that come from your intestines and come from your gut, your neural networks, all of your nerves. There's so much innervation in your gut and it's all wiring back to all these different areas of our body. That connection is paramount and huge. And, um, having control over this type of understanding of what it, what power it can bring in your body is also very important. And then deep inside, we can get into the buzzword of like, you know, the past five to 10 years, which is your microbiome. And so that really just means all the, uh, what we call in the medical field, normal flora, but really all these little bacteria that live in your body, they're also in your gut. And they drive a lot of things that we never, never knew. They drive all this balance of um, inflammation, of creating neurotransmitters, of potentially triggering stress response. So there's a huge amount of work and understanding so that um, people are looking into what kind of bacteria live in their gut and should we add different bacteria in and should we add these certain things into our diet to feed certain bacteria? And, you know, just you might have like a very zoomed out sense of that on like the general consumer end of just, oh, a probiotic or prebiotic. Like that's really the same crap. It's just less, you know, scientific. But if you're getting into it, people will go into I know I've had um, a full panel done for myself to be able to understand what is in my um, gut flora and what that means and what that's like setting us up for it, you know, as much as we know right now. And I just find it really fascinating and interesting, but that is um, very huge. And that's all living inside of our gut. I mean, we've all, I'm sure that everybody in some sense understands the concept of 
the word that's called symbiosis, which are like, you'll have a symbiotic relationship with in nature, right? So like a fish that was always swimming on the underbelly of a big whale because when that fish is there, it like eats off the little barnacles or whatever, and it keeps it clean. And there's some type of like bird that will live around giant animals like hippopotamus and they'll, you know, the hippo will like be in the swamp, whatever they live and like have their giant mouth open. And these little birds will come and like, you know, eat all the stuff out of their teeth. And that's a symbiotic relationship. They're meant to be together. They literally thrive together because that's what's meant to be. And so as we're talking about like bacteria and, you know, all of that kind of stuff in the gut, it's the same thing. It's just in a different way. All of these little bacteria are meant to just live in harmony and do their things and help to build neurotransmitters like our dopamine and um, things like that to keep us like energized and calm and um, our GABA, which is another neurotransmitter. So it's just, it's very interesting um, that kind of big, deep look um, into the gut and kind of into the cellular health. And um, I love that. And then the third lens that I like to uh, view it through is really talking more into the interweavings of spirit and your gut instinct as well. Like there is a neural connection there that people will say, I followed my gut. I have your intuition, your inner knowing, and you feel that in your stomach. You do. You know why? Because it's all connected there, right? You have that gut brain connection and you have that ability to say, I know something's wrong here, or you have like that scent. Something's off, something's weird. I'm getting strange. Like, I don't like that person. I've never met them, but I don't something weird about them. You know, when you're opening yourself up to that and you're listening to that for yourself, that is a whole other level of gut instinct and following, first of all, allowing yourself to have the openness to follow it and listen to it, but also just acknowledging that if we're just sitting here talking about it, we're probably talking about a interweaving of spirit there. It's the divine within you. It's your inner knowing or your intuition that also manifests itself in the gut. And all of your stress response can play out on that. You have vast neural networks that are directly connected to your brain that will have an immediate stress response too. If you think something's wrong, I need to get out of here or something's wrong, or you just have a bad, you know, sense about something that is more than a fear that's just a general anxiety. It's an actual visceral feeling. And so that is a whole different level of your gut. And so when you're talking about, you know, if I wanted to talk about gut health or I wanted to get healthy for myself, where do I start? And what do I do? And, um, Here's where I'm going to tell you a story. I think that the easiest places to start are probably either at that biological side where you're talking about, okay, just in a simple sense, how can I adjust my diet a little bit or how can I eat a little bit differently so that I have better gut health? Um, so that's one way. And then the other way to think about it is if that's not coming to you intuitively, if that's like, oh, I, diet change of no way. I'm not doing that. Then maybe you are a person you should try to lean in a little bit more into that intuition into your gut instinct and um, talk about that. So let's go into the nutrition piece super fast. This isn't going to be um, anything crazy. 
it's really just how I feel like people are um, like a little bit reactive around the food thing. And for a lot of different reasons, first of all, when you're talking about how to eat, what should I eat? Um, it's really so weirdly like dogmatic and people get very upset about how other people eat and they believe wholeheartedly in like one specific thing. And if you're not doing that thing, you're doing it wrong. And you know what? I mean, just get a grip. Like everybody needs to understand that everybody can do their own thing. Number one, free choice. Number two, um, what works for you and what has been amazing for you isn't always what works for everyone else. And so I really believe more in having a process so that you can figure out what works for you and know it and own it and love it and feel empowered by it because it is empowering when you start to understand, oh my gosh, I started changing a little bit of this and like, I feel different. It's awesome. So having that explained and like laid out for you in a way that you can grab onto and easily make little shifts that make you feel very different are, it, it's just one of the most empowering things. Um, but into this dogmatic situation, I mean, I remember when I was in nursing school, I, we had a project. It was our first year of nursing school. So I'm a junior in college and it was 2003. And our project was that we had to go dressed in our little, you know, nursing student uniforms. We were standing at the mall and that was back when like people actually went to the mall. Nobody goes to the mall around here where I live um, anymore. And we did the giant presentation, but we were standing there. So we had, you know, this whole like pro and con on different ways to eat. And back then the Atkins diet was huge. I mean, huge. And then it was like the South Beach diet was starting to kind of like get into the swing. So um, we did a comparison on um, standard American diet, South Beach diet, and Atkins diet. And don't you know, I mean, I was fully unprepared for what the onslaught of like craziness that happened. So we had people just coming up to us, yelling at us. How dare you say that there's a bad side to the Atkins diet? How dare you? The Atkins diet made me lose 20 pounds. And, you know, they were just, they were not willing to say like it. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't have eaten like all red feet or whatever it was. I can't remember, but they were so dogmatic about it. And I remember being very taken aback also because it was a lot of older people that were coming up. I mean, you're getting yelled at by like this couple with how, you know, they're both standing there holding canes, waving their canes around at you. Um, how dare you say that? Like it was, it was so eye-opening for me. And so it still maintained at this juncture that, uh, that experience was enlightening, but I also just think that, um, it hasn't changed. It's only played out more on the online environment and people, um, you know, they really get into that. But here's what I say. I just say that if you're following the path <clears throat> that you're looking towards something to feel better, you can't ever go wrong with eating more fruits and vegetables. If it is plucked from a tree or grown from the ground and you are going to feel better, I promise you. If you are in a place where you're trying to figure out, okay, well, I added some of that stuff in and you're looking for what to do next, the gut health perspective is really just 
think about it. Your body is from this earth. Your body is from this earth. It is recognizing the thing that comes directly from this earth. And so as we are looking at fruits and vegetables, these are an obvious, obvious, um, as we're looking at fruits and vegetables, that's obviously something your body would readily recognize. Plant proteins and um, plant materials, absolutely. And then when you're getting into animal proteins, obviously everyone has their own feelings about this too. But sometimes at the end of this place, and for certain plants, you have to understand certain people aren't tolerant to certain things. Certain people will start to have a lot of different berries and things like that, and they don't feel well or it's reacting to them. So all of this is an experiment. You have to sometimes just strip things away that you are used to eating all the time and then start over and say, if I'm eating a bunch of fruits and vegetables, how do I feel? If I add, you know, red meat in, how do I feel? If I add white meat in, how do I feel? If, you know, you've got to figure it out. So I definitely have a process that I follow for this and I will help other people walk through this as well. And when we're talking about meeting um, your needs in your body, you're also getting all of that good nourishment and your body's absorbing and recognizing those things that are from the earth, um, fruits and vegetables, and also fermented foods um, are amazing. And so a lot of those are vegetables as well, but having that place where you're thinking about also feeding into your microbiome and helping that balance occur. And so that's usually where I start. There's a, um, our program called um, Grub Club 30 is one of the programs that I help people along to follow into what is good for them and figuring out the best way so that they feel good. It's not about what someone else says. It's about what you say and how you feel. And then if changing your diet right off the bat is um, too intimidating or you feel like that's not really for you in your starting place in terms of gut health, then maybe you are more in the place of leaning into your gut instinct and leaning into your intuition and talking to yourself about um, that's a very more woo-woo spiritual place, but there's a lot of people that might start there and just kind of be like, what does my body feel like eating today? What do I feel like in my inner knowing? If I ask myself right now what I think I need more of in my diet, what would I say? Um, not from a place of shame, not from a place of judgment, simply from a place of being open and listening to yourself. And sometimes when I'm doing something like that, it really ends up being, I think I need um, a giant green salad. I think that's what I need today to help me go to the bathroom and to give me more energy. And that, you know, you might not think that something as simple as that actually has the best effect, but it can so those are really the two places that I would say to start. I would say start either from a purely um, diet. Uh, that's the two places that I would say to start. I would say either starting from um, knowing what your food changes might be and just adding in some fruits and vegetables as a very beginner primer or thinking and more of that inner knowing and thinking about how you're feeling about it and asking yourself, what do I feel like eating today? And what is my body saying? And if your body is saying that you definitely need a gallon of ice cream, then your body needs to check itself <laughs> because that's definitely not what your body needs. Um, you know, sugar addiction is real, guys. It's real. Um, so, you know, you have to watch that. And then 
when you're having this alignment in that place where you do feel like you're getting into better gut health, it has a giant effect. It feeds your cells at this deep level. It feeds your brain. That giving yourself the healthy fats gives your brain this amazing ability to think faster and feel more clear. And it's awesome. Um, it helps your sleep. It helps in this tiny little micro level. You might just be like, ooh, I woke up and I feel great. Or, ooh, I slept really good last night. Or you might wake up and be like, ooh, I jumped out of bed and I don't have many aches and pains because maybe you're eating better and you have less inflammation. So it's not alone. Like these things are all interconnected. They affect how you feel. And on the greater sense, what would you do with that? What if you felt that much better all the time and you were thinking more clearly and you got more done? And how would that impact what you feel is your higher purpose? What you feel like you're meant to be doing in this world? Because you know that you're not meant to be doing uh, a 10-hour Netflix binge and like passing out on the sofa with, you know, eight pounds of like potato chips all over you. There is no judgment here when you do do that, but you know in your heart that that's not helping you show up in the best way to serve your highest purpose. And so on that great giant zoomed out scale, that is the place where you're showing up where you want to show up and you're doing what you want to do. And so, yes, that is what the effects could be if you really start somewhere small and get somewhere big in terms of gut health. And what about all the downstream effects beyond that? And I will tell this, I will talk about this every single time, every single chance that I get because I am so dedicated to this. I watch children come into clinic as a pediatric nurse practitioner who already at the age of 10, at the age of 12, have type 2 diabetes. They are severely obese. Their cholesterol is ridiculously off the scale. They have adult issues in their little, growing, developing bodies. And this is the place, guys. This is where the rubber meets the road. We're not talking about, oh, no, that's terrible. We're talking about the initiation of chronic disease younger and younger and younger. And that is really the biggest impact that we can make is for yourself, for your highest purpose, and what you're meant to do in this world, but also for your modeling for future generations, okay? Maybe you look at your kid and you think, we're going to do this better, and I'm going to show you how I'm going to do that, so we're going to learn things together, and that is the biggest gift that you can give to someone who's growing, because we didn't really get that, guys. We got a lot of, like, uh... 70s, 90s, 80s time. This is like the shift away from the nuclear family cooking meals at home, the shift towards fast foods, pre-made foods, everybody doing, you know, mass food shipping across the world and using a ton of pesticides and all of it. So we got that. And we are in this transition and this shift to get a little bit of a different place because we didn't know. We didn't know how bad it was to start shifting these things, but now we do. And looking into our eyes of our children who are going to turn into our grandchildren, who are going to turn into our great-grandchildren, and knowing that we try to set a different path, even if it's a tiny bit in a different direction, that can be in a huge bit of a different direction later on. 
And so trying to understand how these little shifts that you're making now can make such a huge impact for yourself and for your children and potentially an impact on the level of chronic disease that we're seeing everywhere at younger and younger ages. And you are going to be the crux. You're going to be that little dial that turns just a little bit when you're making these decisions. And so that is what I'm leaving you with today. Make your choice. Where do you want to start with your little bit of a shift in your gut health? Um, Are you going to be more of an intuitive person? Are you going to be more of that biological, I'm just going to change my diet and start um, right away? If you want more information, you can go to SynergyThrive.org. We have programs there and some information so that you can um, get started. And we are so excited to have you. And thank you so much for being here. And I will see you guys in the next show. Thank you for joining us on the Synergy Thrive Podcast. I hope this episode helped you take one more step towards your synergy and brought you one level higher to fulfilling your highest purpose. Please rate and review this podcast. Each review helps other ambitious moms just like you. Don't forget to take a screenshot of your review and tag me on Instagram at Synergy Thrive. I will see you in the next episode.